The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And this podcast is part of our education series, our AI education series, which takes some of the education that we've been doing for our training customers that we've been doing since back to 2018. We've put hundreds, uh, if not maybe now even approaching thousands of people through our education courses. Uh, everything from folks who are focused on the executive decision makers to project managers to data scientists to, to procurement people and to all sorts of people from large organizations to small organizations, public sector companies and private sector companies. Everybody's going down the AI education path. And I have a feeling that many of our listeners here on the AI Today podcast, I think you're all going down this AI education path too. And what we're going to use some of these podcast episodes for is to share some of the insights from our education to basically, first of all, give you a glimpse as to what we do in our education, but also give you a little bit of the benefit from that education. Share some of the some of the more insightful parts that are part of our longer courses, right? Exactly. So, you know, we've had a few of these uh, educational podcasts now, so hopefully you've had a chance to check them out. And if you haven't, we encourage you to go back and listen to some. If you'd like to get more detail on this, though, you can always go to courses.cognolitica.com and see our full library of education. We, you know, as Ron mentioned, we've spent a lot of time at Cognolytica educating our customers about artificial intelligence and all of its, you know, related topics, machine learning, data science, um, and, you know, different, different topics and areas related to artificial intelligence. At this point, we've sent hundreds, if not thousands of companies and individuals through our trainings. And they started out as in-person trainings way back in the day and then had since migrated to online. And now they are fully self-paced because we understand that, you know, not everybody learns at the same pace. And one thing that's really nice now is you can go back and rewatch videos that maybe, you know, you're not able to do when things are live and in person. Another thing that's really great is that our education is role specific, and it's really tailored toward the specific objectives at your organization, from the executive level down to implementers, procurement, people that are buying this technology as well. Because we understand that, you know, not everybody has the same role at an organization. So the training should really be tailored towards your specific role. It's not a one size fits all. Our education does follow best practices from the Edison Data Science Framework, and it's also been optimized for the Department of Defense Jake archetypes as well, if you're following along with either one of those. We have 50 plus courses and we continue to add content to our library regularly. So there really truly is something for everybody. And we encourage you to go to courses.cognolitica.com to check out that wide library that we have of education. But in today's podcast, we wanted to talk about the fundamentals of AI and you know, really kind of dig into that. So this is just gonna be a short clip from that, episode, from that uh, education. Yeah. So in, in this particular uh, podcast, we're going to highlight some of the things we talk about fundamentals of AI. I'm sure you you may be thinking, oh, my goodness, we've been talking about what artificial intelligence is for decades, you know, going back <laughs> to the 50s. Right. And maybe it's like every single podcast you're hearing about that. And we're not going to bludgeon you over the head with like, oh, this is the definition of AI, because as you probably know, you may not know, there actually is no 
established and a widely accepted standard definition for artificial intelligence. There actually isn't one, mainly because there actually isn't a widely accepted standard definition for intelligence, period, right? And, and so one of the things that's the most helpful things to do is to really try to understand what we're trying to accomplish. You might say, oh, well, uh, advanced statistics is intelligence. I'm like, well, kind of, but not really. I mean, machines are kind of already good at that. So really what we're trying to get machines to do are the things that machines are not good at, that, that humans are just innately good at. And so in this excerpt from our education, about 10 to 13 minutes, we talk about what are we actually trying to achieve with intelligence and some of the problems that are kind of hard for machines to do. So uh, let's get into the education and we will share that with you. And I think that's sort of the interesting thing, because when you think of intelligence, well, maybe when humans like to think of people who are intelligent, we think of these complicated things like, you know, advanced college math or, you know, statistics or physics or a lot of these these sorts of uh, you know, higher level, you know, uh, intelligence issues. But that's actually really not the, the parts that are remarkable about human intelligence. If you think of what we humans can do almost instinctively, these are things that are really difficult for machines. And really what makes us intelligent are these ideas of, for example, we're able to perceive and understand the world around us, take all of our senses, synthesize them, and gain some understanding from all of our senses as to what the world is and what it's doing. We're also able to learn from experience. It's not that just we've been programmed to do something once and we do that thing over and over again. You know, we're, we're capable of, of taking some, some new piece of information and incorporate it in our knowledge and really learning from experience. And that brings us to the next point, which is that if we have a new situation we've never seen before, we can use our experience or our knowledge, or our ability to reason, common sense, to adapt our, our experience to new situation. We're always applying our learning to different contexts. We don't just stop and you know halt and reboot just because we haven't seen something before, right? And that in, in addition to that, you know, not only can we understand very specific, concrete things, we're also able to handle abstract concepts, things like, emotions and just general ideas. I, you could say something that you've never even heard of before, say pink, you know, bears jumping on clouds and, you know, instantly in your mind, you're thinking about it because you can handle these abstract concepts. You can understand these things and you can come up with these things. And, you know, that is part of what makes us really remarkable and our brains so, so amazing. And it can do all these things in just such a compact form factor, right? Exactly. You know, we also as humans are able to manipulate our own environment. And we also have a goal-directed future, which is really important because, you know, um, machines don't have that innately like humans do. They need to be told how to do that. Also, as humans, we are very creative beings. We are able to, you know, write poetry and draw pictures and build things. We're very creative and we have imagination as well. You know, as Ron mentioned, the pink bear jumping on the clouds. I'm like, instantly I'm thinking Care Bears <laughs> or something else, you know, but we have imagination to even think of that and to come up with those ideas and machines do not. We're also able to respond quickly and successfully with very complex situations and maybe situations we've never seen before, as Ron mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, we don't need a hard reboot. We don't get a blue screen of death. We don't get that, you know, rainbow spinning wheel. We're able to adapt to these different situations. We also are able to discern what's important 
from what is not important. And that's very, that's also very important for us. You know, we're not always clouded by just tons of noisy data. And we're able to handle ambiguous situations with incomplete information. So maybe we only have some partial knowledge of what we need to do, but we're able to still move forward and, you know, complete our task or, and, and live life. And I think this is the remarkable thing about intelligence, as I was saying earlier, that, you know, you might think of intelligence as these really complicated tasks, but ironically, those are the easier ones for computers. Computers can handle any sort of complicated math, statistics, probably you could do that in a snap, but it can't do any of these things we say here in orange. And, and that has really been the goal of artificial intelligence is to sort of build systems that can even do any of these things with, with even a basic level of capability that say a three-year-old human can do, you know, that hasn't even gone to college, let alone elementary school. So this is really what we're looking for as characteristics of intelligence that we want machines to have. And when they have that, that's when we can achieve many of the goals that we've been trying to achieve with intelligent systems. And so the challenge is that we don't really know how our amazing little brain works. You know, um, you know, you look at these pictures, for example, and you could tell that your brain is already making shortcuts. It's been pre-wired to, to do things almost in reflex without you thinking about it. You know, you have to actually spend time looking at these images here on the left to realize that some of them are pictures of blueberry muffins and some of them are pictures of chihuahuas. And you have to stop and pause. You can't just sort of, you know, look at it at a glance and really know. And on the right side, you have bagels versus hot, uh, dogs. You know? <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's it's tricky to realize that like the third row down and the sorry, second row down, third column over, that's a that's a dog there. The third one and the one below that is sorry, that's a bagel. See, and then the one below that is a dog. And so this is the the challenge that, you know, we don't really know how our brain is is recognizing things. We don't know how our brain is learning things. And this is what is the challenge when we want to make machines do the things that we as humans can do automatically. Exactly. So, you know, we are also defining definitions in this fundamentals of AI. And so you may notice, you may or may not know that there is no single commonly accepted definition of artificial intelligence. We have outlined just a few on this slide, but it's important to note that there is no commonly accepted definition and everybody's is slightly different. Um, John McCarthy, he is the one that actually coined the phrase artificial intelligence and is, was a luminary in the field. Um, he defines artificial intelligence as artificial intelligence is the science and engineering of making intelligent machines. Okay, then we have Max Tegmark, who's a researcher and MIT professor. He says AI is intelligence that is not biological. All right, we also have definitions from Rodney Brooks, uh, you know, Stanford University professors, Carnegie Mellon professors, and everybody's is just slightly different. So for us, you know, to make AI useful to, to you that are going through this course, and you don't want to just be loosey-goosey and say AI is everything and AI is nothing. That doesn't help, right? And you don't want to get into these conversational battles with others to say, oh, that's not really AI, right? Because first of all, it's not helpful. 
<laughs> to have those conversations. And second of all, it has to be meaningful because we are trying to accomplish something. As we mentioned before, we're trying to accomplish not just the things that computers are already good at, but we're trying to accomplish the things that machines really are not currently good at, that humans are innately good at. And so you could think of sort of a general definition of artificial intelligence as machine behavior and functionality that exhibits the intelligence and behavior of humans. Now, it's not a precise definition. It uses the word intelligence to define intelligence. That's really not something you should be doing. And also the word intelligence itself is very vaguely defined. There's no real common understanding for what intelligence is. So therefore, artificial intelligence will be similarly challenged. But I think if we all realize that the goals are to, to give machines the capability to do things that require any amount of human cognitive ability that machines are just not capable of right now, that humans are just inherently capable of, that makes it much clearer that we are talking about things like perception of the world around us and not just advanced statistics, which machines are actually pretty good at anyways. They don't need a, a artificial intelligence to be better at that. So we want to talk next about narrow or also known as weak AI versus general and strong AI. And we put those in parentheses because we don't like actually calling it weak and strong because the word weak you know, implies that it can't do much and that it's not super relevant. And that is not actually the case. So we like to use the words narrow versus general AI. Narrow AI is, you know, just one or some capabilities of artificial intelligence with a very narrow function. So that can be AI-enabled chatbots, that can be autonomous vehicles, that can be a predictive maintenance system. And actually, all of the AI that we currently are using falls into this narrow AI category. On the opposite end of the spectrum, we have this general or strong AI. And this is the idea of really achieving the vision of a generally intelligent entity. We started with that first slide, you know, the dream of the intelligent machine. That's really what this is. The machine is capable of adapting to any situation, even ones that it's never seen before. It's able to respond just as a human being would, which, you know, those robots that we uh, presented were. And this people call in the field artificial general intelligence or AGI. And this is the ultimate dream. And we are not there yet. There's a lot of research that's being put into this space. People have been dreaming about this for years, but we don't actually have an AGI. Right. And you could think of it as like your brain is a general intelligence. You don't have different versions of your brain that need to be updated. You don't, you don't train your brain to do one thing. And if you haven't trained your brain to do that thing, it doesn't know that thing. No, you have your, your brain is just generally intelligent. It can do general things. doesn't mean you could do everybody could do everything to the exact level of capability, every single thing, but your brain is the same general brain. And, and we have not figured out how to do that with machines. Every, artificial intelligence application that we build today has to be built for a very specific application using very specific data. You know, even for example, even if you're building a computer vision recognition system um, to recognize, say, cats, you that that recognition system can't by itself without any sort of new retraining, learn how to recognize plants or words or anything like that. So that is sort of where we are right now. We are in the world of narrow AI. And when people talk about what is actually happening today, they are talking about narrow AI. There is research for AGI, but no one has actually produced it. So therefore, if you see anything out there that says it's doing AGI, if they've actually cracked that nut, they are operating. Definitely dig deeper. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So 
I hope you glean from that that education excerpt from our education, which is by the way much longer than that particular bit there, that uh, we're trying to achieve some of these harder problems from intelligence. And actually, if you look at kind of where we are right now with AI, the systems are still not that good at that. The you know the common sense and the reasoning and the perception of the world and synthesizing this and dealing with abstract ideas and you know being able to discern what's important from that. Uh, you know, as mu- as far as we've gotten, we still have a long way to go, which I think is actually a good thing because that shows that we're actually trying to solve some hard problems. And we're not just like, oh, this is just the latest iteration of data analytics or business intelligence. And then like AI is just some buzzword. And if it was, then that would be really very sad. Uh, but it, but it's not, you know, and uh, we have these hard problems. And I could tell you from a cognolytical perspective, we're definitely keeping our focus and attention on that. So as mentioned, uh, this is actually just one of more than 50 courses that we have available on our education site at courses.cognolytica, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. Uh, we just provide a single annual subscription. It's at the executive education level. So this is for folks who are really trying to do their job. That's why when Kathleen was talking earlier about the role specific, what we mean is people who are already doing some job, project managers, procurement people, executive decision makers, you know, uh, uh, d- you know people who are already working in the field of data and, 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 and analytics and intelligence. We're trying to help make their jobs uh, uh, better. And that's the context to understand what this education is really all about. Exactly. So we do hope that you have gained some insights from this short clip that we shared. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. We do really love hearing from our listeners, so you can always reach out to us as well. But please make sure to rate us. We like to, um, you know, see what everybody has to say about our podcast. As always, we'll post any articles and concepts discussed in the show notes as well, including a link to both our Cognolytica educational offer and directly to the fundamentals of AI course. You can't purchase these individually, but it's a great place to start. So if you're interested and you do have a subscription, we'll make sure to link to that so that you can look into the fundamentals of AI course. As always, thanks for listening to our podcast and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.